0: Welcome to the Inspiring Young Aspirers podcast. I'm your host, Billy Garton Jr., a 21-year-old entrepreneur and professional athlete. On this podcast, we'll be interviewing some of the most successful world leaders in their space in both business and sport, people who've amassed success, wealth, abundance, and most importantly, happiness, often after fighting incredible adversity. The hope is that through this podcast, we're not just going to inspire you or motivate you, but rather through the tips and hints that my guests share spur you into action. If you're young and motivated, join me on this journey as we ignite the passion through some of the world's most inspiring stories. You know, when you wake up every day knowing exactly what you're striving for, nothing can stop you. Today I spoke to Garen Jones, over the next hour you're going to learn how your mindset shapes your reality, how Garen, despite being in prison, believed he was successful, believed he was abundant, believed he was unstoppable, why he has read the same book over 400 times, and above all, how one sentence changed his entire life. I asked Garen questions that he has never been asked before such as signing a half a million dollar record deal, working with people like Ludacris and Beyonce, all while being homeless in his car for over two and a half years. Now, if you find this episode valuable, make sure you subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, because as we attempt to make this a top 25 business podcast, your support means the world to me. I couldn't be more excited for today's guest, guys. But before we start, I've got a few questions. The first one, have you ever been to prison? Maybe some of you can answer yes to that. I hope a lot of you can, not but now I've got another question. Have you ever been to prison and then come out of prison and then lived homeless in your car for two and a half years? I don't think many of you can answer yes to that, but what about this? Have you ever been to prison, come out of prison, been homeless in your car for two and a half years, $300,000 in debt, and then managed to transform your life through the power of your mind into one of the top global entrepreneurs creating multiple six-figure businesses? You know, Nelson Mandela said, there's no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life less than the one you're capable of living. My guest today... Garen Jones has an incredible, incredible story, and he is at the top of the list when it comes to life manifestation. Transformation from somebody who had virtually nothing was down and out into somebody who is now a global speaker, been featured in magazines such as Forbes and many others, been in some of the top podcasts with people like Tom Bilyeu, and it all starts with nothing. And it continues with nothing until he changed through the power of his mind. And so, Garane Jones, like I said to you off air, we could not be more excited to have you on today. Thank you so much for taking the time.
1: That introduction was so fire. I was listening to it as if it weren't me. And I was like, man, I want to I wanna know about who this person is. So thank you so much for that.
0: No, man, you deserve it wholeheartedly from what you've been able to achieve. And so for the people who don't know you, obviously you're world-renowned now, but for the people who don't know you, give maybe a one-minute introduction to who you are as a person.
1: For the people who I I have yet to meet, troubled past, didn't come from money, came from a lot of experience, in and out of Juvenile, Um, as an adolescence, that manifested into prison two and a half years, and then that turned into 10 years of trying to figure my life out, going from couch to couch to couch, to girl's house, to couch, to the point where I wanted to take my own life in debt, girlfriend, broke up with me, my daughter pretty much had disowned me. This was in 2011. And it seems like I was fighting the conditions of life to the point where I couldn't take it anymore. In August 2011, 3.43 in the morning, I yelled out, okay, 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 I'm tired of fighting. I don't wanna fight anymore. I wanna be healthy. I wanna be happy. I wanna be surrounded by nothing but positive people. And I just wanna, inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free just show me a sign week later I'm at a gas station and I ran into a homeless guy who asked me for money and I said you have more money than me and he said change your mindset change your life that struck a chord and it's been nine years from that one statement And every single day, I do not feel like doing something. I always have this phrase that says, change your mindset, change your life. I let go of the resistance. I surrender. I do the opposite. And it's been nine years of doing the opposite. I've got my daughter back. I attracted my soulmate, have multiple seven-figure income businesses, traveled around the world, 72 countries in the last six years, retired my mom, I now breathe life into humanity, number one best-selling book, and the most important thing. I've become a person who lives the life without regrets, who's simply seeking the fullest expression of life, and I've devoted my life to giving everything that I've learned away to all of you so that you can understand the powers that live inside of you, so that you can produce an extraordinary result in your life.
0: I'm telling you what, <laughs> I thought I'd introduce you better than you could introduce yourself, and then you've just gone on this two-minute rant and absolutely blew the stage up. So that's unbelievable. Now it's time to unpack Now it's like- time to unravel it. Let's unravel it then, shall we? So you met this guy. This guy said to you, change your mindset, change your life. I've heard you talk about it with Tom Bilieu. You were saying that he was repeating it like a mantra. Do you believe in the power of fate and people thrown in your life for a reason at a certain time? Because when I was listening to you speak at these other events and you were saying that, I was thinking this guy must have been like an angel that was thrown into his life because you've obviously written now, you've written a book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. You're the the manifester of that, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Do you believe in the power of people being thrown in your life at a certain time for a reason?
1: Absolutely. I say he was a homeless guy. But when I connect the dots, looking backwards on my life, I feel that that was an angel and I've always been taught. I wouldn't take advice from somebody who I wouldn't trade places with. But now here's the tricky thing. Life had stripped me away from everything because I put a lot of power and ego inside of everything. So it stripped the money, stripped my daughter, stripped my girlfriend, stripped my business opportunities, and all I had left was me. So in the humility, the unconscious humility, it had stripped me down so much that I became an equal with someone who I would never view as equal. And in that moment, a message was delivered in the surrender of me listening. And when I was in the energy of surrender, it hit me in a way that it never would have hit me if I would have seen myself or had value and all these other things that were outside of me. My word. So 100% that message was delivered specifically for me and it was answered because I said, just show me a sign. But oh, I had goodness. to be stripped of all those things to be able to see the sign. And you have more than one set of eyes, that's your insight. So my insight saw the sign unconsciously through the way of the homeless guy
0: for the people listening how long after you said those words that you said that will go down on your gravestone did that event happen
1: one week one week six days
0: six days was all it took so the power of manifestation the power of speaking your truth and wanting something to come from that and the power of fate i cannot believe that was there a specific going through your head at that time Garen that maybe if that person would have come to you a week earlier or two weeks earlier your life may still be the same as it was back then was there something going through your mind at that time that made you make that conscious conscious switch
1: you know I wasn't I wasn't even conscious at that time so I had a lot of results after that because I just kept doing the opposite of everything that I would normally do but I couldn't articulate to other people how I got it, I was like, oh, I'm just lucky. But it wasn't until I started going to transformation seminars and I started studying Tony Robbins and I started studying all these people and they were all saying the same thing. I was like, oh, that's what I did. That's what I did. So I was connecting the dots going backwards. And just by way of me doing the opposite, the only way you can listen to something is if ego is not available. You can't listen through the through the with the wall of ego and pride. You have to listen through the energy of surrender.
0: Were you someone who always had that ego?
1: Oh, always, always. I'm a high level athlete, and I was every bit of that athlete. Number one, I'm the best, you can't beat me, I'll, I'll do you. But so where that- do you draw the line then,
0: Garen? Where do you draw the line between those who are maybe high performance athletes, wanna be big entrepreneurs, where you strip that ego versus still having the confidence to to achieve your goals? Well, confidence and ego are two
1: different things. The ego comes from a negative form of energy. And confidence is comes from you doing something over and over and over and over and over and you know it like you know your own name. Like, you don't say, my name is Karen With an ego, you say, what's your name? Garen. Mm-hmm. But you're so confident in that, why? Because you said it 10 billion times since you were a little kid. Yeah. So confidence and ego, it's all about energy. And here's the, here's mm-hmm. the difference. The same energy that I had when I was chasing women and got them when I was breaking into the cars, breaking into homes, and massively successful, it's the same energy. I just transferred it to something that was feasible towards me growing as a person. I just didn't know where to put this energy. Yeah. So a lot of times they, people put all their energy in their ego and don't even realize that, yo, you're, that that is that you're wasting your energy on something that's not serving you so it's going to keep you small you'll be big in your head but it, it's a small way of thinking if you don't allow that high performance energy to be put towards adding value to people adding value to, you, you see what i'm saying, I it's see always, 100%, it's what you're saying.
0: and i think it's a it's a crazy thing to hear because there's so many people out there in fact probably the majority of the world that they would blame their failure or their lack of success because of the fact that they don't have enough energy or they were born in this lazy mindset but you just seem to think that they're putting their energy in the wrong places and from what i'm hearing everybody has that energy it's just where you channel it
1: yes and the thing here's the hardest part i say that now but when i was going through it You can't see the picture while you're in the frame. Yeah. That's why it's always important to have somebody in your life that can pull out of you what you can't pull out of yourself. Fifth graders can't teach themselves how to fifth grade, get out of fifth grade, they always have a teacher. So now, you know, I have a spiritual advisor. I have all kinds of coaches that, that can see things that I can't see in the rear view mirrors of my life. And so by me being able to do that, I'm also that for other people. So when people are in the construct of their own life's frame, you you can't even see, see it. So when you have somebody that's truly standing for your life, and I'm always asking for feedback. Anytime I go on stage, anytime I do anything, I was like, what landed, what didn't? What landed, what didn't? What landed, what didn't? Because I can't see what other people are seeing. So they allow me to see how I'm being and how I'm showing up. I didn't have that.
0: Well, how do you find people, Gavin, that when you feel like you're down and out, when you feel like you don't have the money to pay these people, you were in a place where you didn't have that, those resources. How do you find those people at that point to see that for you?
1: It, that is a really good question. And the reason why a lot of people don't have access to that is a lot of people aren't really looking. You know, you can have a stack of magazines on freaking Kim Kardashian and who this person's dating and all this gossip. And then this book that says how to be a millionaire and be peaceful. There will be 100% These will be thumbed through a million more times than this book. So it's like when you really, really, really want it, your energy is worth more than your money. When you really want something, you'll figure out a way. Really. It's like, I really want this, but... I'm not going to go out there. There are so many different meetup groups and that you don't have to spend a dime on. My first 10 personal development seminars were all free. And I went there yeah. and I went to success seminar training. Okay. I'm broke. So I'm going to go surround myself around successful people, but I didn't know the power of of being able to be amplified through what, through culture until I heard, um, uh, was it John C. Maxwell? No, Jim Rohn, successful people. No, John C. Maxwell. <laughs> successful people are willing to do the things that unsuccessful people won't do. So how do I get around successful people? Let me go to a success training seminar. And I went and I heard things I'd never heard before. Blew my
0: mind. It's funny how everything relates to your mind here. Everything that you're saying, like those negative people that are naturally in a negative mindset, they cannot see for the life of them where they're gonna get out of it. But as soon as you start to open up your brain and seek opportunity, like you seemed like you were able to do, you find these free seminars, you find these free webinars, you start surrounding yourself naturally with these people because you put out what you give. I wanna go back a little bit. You touched on a book before. now. When you were in prison, which you were sentenced 12 and a half years, I believe. Oh, since it, yeah. And you since went, you ended up serving two and a half?
1: I was sentenced to 12 years and I and I I did
0: two and a half years. Two yeah. and a half, and what was that for?
1: So I was smuggling 6.2 kilos of heroin from one country to the next. I was just the runner. So I didn't know what was in the Congo drums. Don't ask, don't tell, yeah. get paid a fee. Go and do it, but when they when I got busted at the border and then they opened it up, I was like, "Oh my! I would have never knowingly transported those drugs, yep. but yep. because I didn't want to know, yep. I didn't yep. have that on my conscience." But when I found out what it was, I'm like, "Yo, I'm going to prison for life. That's that's a lot of drugs."
0: And at the time, your daughter had just been born, correct? Yep. Wow. And and so you said at that moment you knew or you thought that your life was over. Over. 100% over. So you went into prison. You started reading. I know yeah. you, you talked about you read the Bible, you read the Quran a few times. Yeah. You had one book that you've read. Is it 282 times is it Well, like no it? no we're in the
1: 400s now, 400s I just keep now. yeah
0: what is that book why do you read the same book over and over because some people would say that that is the definition of insanity why do you read that same book and what is it
1: i would one ask people what do you really what is your definition of insanity Because if your definition of insanity is doing the same thing, expecting a different result, but I do the same thing and I get a different result, is that really insane or am I on to something? Because because Bruce Lee was like, fear not the man who practices 1,000 kicks. Fear the man who practices one kick 1,000 times. I don't read a book for memory. A lot of people, they can quote... I mean, they can quote me down the block, over the mountains, everything, but their life doesn't look like the information that's stored in their brain. So maybe reading a book for memory doesn't get you as far as reading a book for mastery. I read a book for mastery, so I'll read 10 books, but I'll read them over and over and over and over and over, but it's not the same book because if you apply what's in the book, you're not the same person reading the book the next time. And so you wanna read a book until it reads you, now you become the walking dictation of all of the philosophies in the book, like listening to a song, over and over and over and over and over again, even when you're not trying to memorize it, you know all the words. Well, if I turn off the TV and I turn off the radio and I'm reading a book called The Power of Positive Thinking and I'm extremely negative, now I just taught myself a new language. When my whole first language was negative, cynical, backstabbing, insecure, broke, I don't love myself, I'm worthy, now it's, I'm powerful. I'm positive. I'm generous. I'm wealthy. And it happens. Maybe I found a way to rewrite my own way that I narrate and look through my own perspective of life.
0: How do you do that with so many things around you? Because I I believe you believed you were free when you were in prison. Yes, you transformed your mind to genuinely believe that you were free, you were powerful you were wealthy while you yeah. were in prison with all of these other convicts yes. how do you convince yourself of that when 23 out of the 24 hours out of the day you're in a confined cell or you're surrounded by people that are guilty of pretty heavy crimes
1: you could either give power to the external vices or you can give power to the internal whatever you fill your mind with That will be the result of your life. So it's like, why is this happening to me? Or I'm really causing my life. Life's not happening to you. It's responding to you. So if you're the most powerful magnet in the world, and if life is responding to you, it's not backwards. It's not the car wrecked. And then I had a bad attitude. No, you had a bad attitude. And that caused you to put out the frequency, to put out the energy that, that bended the universe to manifest that car to happen that way. Positive, peaceful, listen, positive, peaceful people who love their life and love what they do have less wrecks, less fights, less deaths, less alcohol, less drugs than people who are stressful, who are negative, who are backstabbing and everything and all that's pertaining to how they see themselves. So could that big world out there just be this big world out here and you're the small person here? Or is out there a reflection of what's inside of here? And if out there is a reflection of what's inside of here, then all you would have to do is change what's inside of here and it will change what out
0: pictures. Wow. <laughs> and in order to change that, because I know you, this, I don't want to get too repetitive here, but I think no, this is, I think this is a big issue. Get yes. And I'm just going to say that it's, you believe heavily in the power of consistency in yeah. order to change your physiology. 99% of the world will read a book. They'll watch a Ted talk. My, I have family members. I have close friends who are guilty of this. And like you said, they'll remember it and they'll, they'll go listen to a Tony Robbins seminar and they'll repeat back to you what he said. But, A day later or two days later, they've forgotten it. What is it in your brain that consciously made you decide that the power of consistency is going to change my physiology? And what would you say to someone that is wanting to change their physiology, but keeps resorting back to the same person that they once were or that they naturally are?
1: Your mind is a garden. If you plant a seed... On concrete, is anything going to grow? No. Well, a mind set on something is like a big concrete block. If you learn something or if you drop a seed on something on concrete, nothing's going to grow. So what happens when they start to drill? Does it just go pop one time? No. What it does is brrr, crack. And what's underneath cement, dirt and soil. Your mind is like a mental garden. And the negativity of your past are weeds. Weeds don't need anything to grow but time and just to be left unkept. So when you're working on your mind and when you're constantly repeating and learning how to evolve and give yourself positive affirmations, that's like the gardener giving the proper water and sunlight and nurturing the garden. In order for someone to grow, the mind must be fertile for growth. If the mind is not fertile for growth, because you're not continuously uh, nurturing your mind to be able to receive a new lesson, What's gonna happen is you'll drop it on, you'll drop a seed on concrete, and then you stay there and says nothing happened, and then all this weird stuff from your past starts creeping back in, people that you're trying to escape, temptations and everything. Now, you brush your teeth every day, it becomes automated. Why do you do that? So that you will be fresh. You take a shower every day, it's automated, boom. So why wouldn't you cleanse your mind every day? So your mind becomes funky and everything. Why? Because you're not constantly evolving your mind and constantly giving that repetition of growth. The essence of life is growth. Cleansing the mind, cleansing the mind, cleansing the mind. So to not do it means I'm okay with the weeds overtaking the garden.
0: So you even believe then that after you've conditioned your mind and changed your physiology that you have to continue to train because that 100%. I, th- I think that that is an incredible message because so many people could say that it takes whatever to build a habit you're a massive advocate for you can't build a habit and stop you can't go on a three-month diet and then give up do you believe that even though because you have probably had this physiology changed after reading the book 50 times but you've now read it over 400 and whatever times so you believe that you have to constantly regardless of how much you've changed still han- harnessing down or drilling down that same message into your brain day in and day out
1: 100% because you yeah, listen you got to sustain the garden you can have the best garden in the world okay leave it alone leave it alone for a month watch what happens Watch what happens to the bugs. That's why you can't just read a book. And here's the thing, every time I read the book and all this good stuff would happen, when I stopped reading the book, and it wasn't about the book, because the book doesn't have all the power. It just reminds me of something that's already inside of me. Mm -hmm. And we all need reminders, because you can't be what you can't see. And so it's like, we all need those reminders. When I stopped reading the book, I started, my ego started creeping up. I was like, yeah, I'm the man and I I never knew why until I heard someone say, you gotta keep reading the book. You gotta keep, not that book. It's whatever your method is, but you gotta keep doing it because the essence of life is growth. There's so many different variables, but if you want to be at the head of the field of your life and you wanna grow into the next level, they don't put first graders in fifth grade. You gotta pass tests along the way. However, you've gotta be ready for the tests when they come. You gotta be ready for the challenges and things like that. Yeah. So when you su- sustain, things don't come out of nowhere. Anybody can earn $100, how long can you keep it? You gotta figure out a way to sustain it. Anybody can earn, listen, I earned my first million, I was in I was in prison for two and a half years. I lived in my car for two and a half years. Interesting when I started learning it on, on energy, it took me two and a half years also to become a millionaire. Oh my. Two and a half years, two and a half years, two and a half years of energy being pointed in a different way. However, I took my foot off the gas and then all this weird stuff started. I was like, no, I've got to keep, I've got to keep tending the garden. And once I understood that formula, then expansion started to happen. Then it started to spill over into different businesses and and things like that. Then I attracted my soulmate. Then my daughter came back into my life. Then I attracted all these different things because I saw myself as a more expanded version and the world had to show up in direct proportion to how I saw myself. So that's why growth is so necessary.
0: So you're looking at this positive mind frame and you're looking at obviously you're thinking good and, the, and these things are coming to you because you're thinking good. I'm sure there's people out there who, who they try this out for a week and they try out this positive mind frame and, and, and good things don't start coming to them. To put things in perspective a little bit, how long after your mindset shifted did you start to see these positive things come into your life because of the energy you were giving off?
1: Well, here's the thing, if you're a negative person, you won't see the positive things. Yeah. If you really made a shift, you'll see the positive in anything that you used to see negative. Mm -hmm. Guy cuts me off in the road when I was in a negative mindset, I cut him off, made the car stop, take my Snapple bottle, throw it at his thing, tell him to get out the car, and I'm ready to fight right now. This new mindset, guy cuts me off, and I'm just like, damn, that guy's so passionate, I wish I had somebody like that on my team. I create difference. How you look at any instance will determine the energy that you bring to it. And anything that you put out, will always come back, not on your time, but when it feels like you're ready. Wow. So so here's the thing, it's like this cup, everything has a tipping point. So if I'm putting in pos- positive and I'm pouring it in, pouring it in, pouring it in, I can't see what's going on on the outside because it's pouring into the container first. You are the container to the results that you want of your life. So you're not gonna see it, but you've gotta be able to see that it's happening inside of you first, and then you'll eventually, everything has a tipping point. Eventually, it's going to spill over into the next container. Well, the next container in a human soul is the physical evidence of your life. That's how I got out of prison. I became so positive, regardless of my circumstances, I started building people up sharing ideas, giving away my paintings, running, training people, doing all these different things, my soul became too big for the prison that I was in. So like a baby inside of a womb, when it's too big for the space, it's produced into the next level called birth. Well. When I, my soul, was too big for my container, it spilled over into the prison. And when it was too big for that container, out of nowhere, they tested those drugs three times. It was 6.2 kilos of heroin. Magically, when I embodied the characteristics of freedom, the drugs are fake, you're free to go home. I became too big For the container when I say I am not talking about physical because we're spiritual beings so my spirit had grown too big for the container so what it gave birth to is free Garen.
0: That's unbelievable. What were the first decisions you made then as free Garen outside of prison.
1: Well the thing about it is I made those decisions while I was in prison. I didn't wait for something to happen. What were those
0: decisions then?
1: That I'm going to be a singer, that I'm going to get a record deal. Um, And freaking two months after I got out, I decided I was going to be a singer. And I got a record deal with Ludacris, $500,000 record deal. But I made the decision while I was in prison. And I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to happen. But I decided, while I was in prison, Or I decided, because I was a free man, and because I was a free man, I started acting and feeling and thinking all of these things that it had to match how I saw myself until it caught up. And when it caught up, I had the record deal. I was a free man doing everything that I decided upon while I was in prison.
0: So all of this happened. You got out of prison. You signed a record deal with Ludacris. You became a singer. You wrote songs, I believe, for Two Chains. Was it Jordan Sparks? Two
1: Chains, Jordan Sparks, so, One Repu- One Republic, like a lot of people.
0: So around that time, then, because I you were still living in your car around that time, were you?
1: Not at that time. It was when I left the record level.
0: So was that around the same time that you stopped reading the book?
1: Yes. And see, I wasn't aware of, any of this stuff. I wasn't aware. Of, I didn't, it can't change what you're not aware of. So I didn't, had no idea that everything that I was doing inside of the prison is the reason that I got out. I had no idea that all of these different rituals and, and prayer and meditation and mastering silence and being with myself, I didn't know that who I was being was the essence of freedom until I connected the dots looking backwards so it wasn't until 10 years later and I'm at my free personal development seminar where I was like oh my god that's how I got out I stopped reading them I, I stopped reading the book that's how I got back into my situation you gotta keep tending the garden, keep reading the book, keep learning. Can you
0: consciously see, looking back now, when you got out of prison and you stopped reading the book, can you consciously see events where your ego creeped back in, where everything that was your old self creeped back in? Absolutely. Now, yes, absolutely. But at the time, you couldn't see that?
1: At the time, I couldn't see it because I was inside of my own body. You can't see the picture while you're in the frame. So how I does always- that happen?
0: How does that happen? You had half a million dollar record deal signed. You were writing songs for these top people. How do you go from doing that to simultaneously doing that, but you all of a sudden can't even afford a place and you're living out of your car. How does that happen?
1: So I had, so I signed a $500,000 record deal. They gave me 125,000 up front And I would have gotten the rest once the, the album came out. The album never came out. So with that money, I instantly bought me a Jeep Wrangler, full cash. And I was working on these songs and everything. And then all of a sudden, I was losing myself because I was making music like how they wanted me to make music. And I didn't stay true to the reason why I got signed anyways. And the true, genuine sound of I was going by my middle name, which is Steph Jones. Yeah and i I wasn't you know that that i didn't say that i so i was focused on being someone else other than myself and in that i lost myself
0: so where do you see outside influence then because you just said you got dragged into what they wanted to hear where do you see the surrounding of yourself people say that you're you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with do you feel like if you went and put yourself in an environment now that was surrounded by negativity, surrounded by people trying to pull you out of the mindset you're in, you would naturally gravitate into their mind frame?
1: It would happen over time because my, my my mindset is so strong. It would have No one is safe. It would happen over time. Yeah. However, if it had been a while ago and I was in that, it would happen just like that. But I've developed myself so much that it has layers that that it has to pull through. So that's why I go into these environments and I go right back out and I charge myself every single day. It's like charging your phone. I got to charge my soul every day. Now, here's the thing. I have friends and we elevate one another. That like the... Flowers that grow together grow much faster than flowers that grow by themselves. So I have my tribe, my tribe of people, and we just spit fire and we just amplify one another. So you'll rarely see me in those kind of environments unless it's like I'm going to a family reunion or something like that. And and then again, I don't stay the whole time. It's like when I start seeing that random stuff, I'm out. I ain't trying to people please with nobody. I'm like I'm out.
0: So for people then, because I've asked this to quite a few of my guests, for people who have those close knit family members or those friends that feel like they use negativity, but they're so close to them and they're such a tight knit, how do you pull yourself out of that? Because you obviously maybe had a different story. You you were by yourself from a young age, but how do you pull yourself out of that that close knit group when you feel like you can't?
1: The thing about you've got a—it's like a—it's like language. How would you, if you've been speaking English your whole life? I, I wouldn't expect you to just unlearn English. Yeah. But if you wanted to learn Spanish and you've never learned Spanish and nobody in your family speaks Spanish, you're not going to learn from them. You're just going to keep recycling the same language. What would you have to do? You have to override. All the years you've been speaking that same way, so you'd have to immerse yourself in that language. So if you wanted positivity in a negative environment, you'd have to immerse yourself in positive, putting your headphones on, watching certain things, finding time to pray, meditate, go find a group of people to hang around. It's not like it's just you and your family every day, all day long, all day long. Even during quarantine, you can still go out in your backyard you can, you can find ways, and if you find ways and you're intentional about it, you'll start to create a se- separation naturally.
0: How do you do that, though, without causing friction? Especially, <laughs> by the way, in an in a environment where your family or close friends have deep interest in what you're pursuing.
1: You're, you're not going to escape the friction. So that's just something you're going to have to live with. Babies are born through blood and chaos. You wanna change? Know that there's something that you're gonna to have to overcome, especially if you wanna to go to the next level. Imagine going to school. At the end of the year, you gotta take a test. Fail the test, stay in the same grade. At, even when you play Super Mario Brothers, there's a dragon at the end of the round. Lose to the dragon, stay on the same level. So if you wanna to get to another level that your family is, The dragon could be the onslaught of what comes as the resistance from your family, but who you become while overcoming that resistance will not be the person that you are now. So when you become strong enough, that person will be the kind of person that could leave, that could do this, that could have come up with a new idea because during friction, That's when new ideas come, because you don't want to be in this. I got to think of something different. See, when you stay inside of your comfortable environment, a bird will never know how far it can fly until it actually leaves the nest. Well, guess what? When it first starts to fly, bam, hits the ground. Bam, hits it again. Oh, you know what? That's kind of like a baby when it starts to learn how to walk, or kind of like a little kid who's learning how to ride a bike, boom, falls down, gets back up, falls down, gets back up. So if you want to push past, you're not gonna escape it. It's the resistance that's been sent and the universe will use whatever's connected to your heart because that's the only way to get your attention
0: is it conscious resistance though because i feel like that's something that can cause friction or is it simply blocking it out through the power of your mind
1: well the thing about it is if you are you are you a distance runner
0: i have been in the past i'm a a professional soccer player
1: okay got it so I was an ultra, ultra marathoner. So I ran 50, 60 miles over mountains and things like that. If you've never ran 26.2 miles and you want to run a race that you've never ran before and you asked me to coach you, here's my question. Do you just want to finish? Do you want to compete or do you want to win? Based off of what you say you want, I'm going to give you specific training that's going to shape you cultivate, and you can understand this as an athlete, that's gonna shape you, that's gonna cultivate you so that you can be strong enough for the goal that you want. Any decision that you make, I want the World Cup, I wanna do a a hat trick, I wanna, but you've never done that before. You don't even know how to dribble the ball. You don't know any of these things. The practices are not gonna be easy. You're gonna be met with resistance because the resistance Is either a trainer or it's the thing that you lost to. So you're either a victim or thank you, coach. Thank you for this training. Thank you for making me better. I am so grateful that I'm getting better with these trainings. And however you approach that training will determine your level up. So if you want to if you want to get away from the like your family, you want to create a new something, know what you're asking. So I you got to be aware. When you want something big, you're going there's going to be unlocked. If your goal if your dream and goal is big, it unlocks the equal of its resistance. And that resistance will come from a family, a girlfriend, shady business opportunities all kind of things and you can look at it two things why is this happening to me? oh or thank you for thank you for this training. I am so grateful um, and, and and however you look at the training or the victimhood will determine your level up. So for some people, oh I just want positivity positivity or I just want to be in a positive environment that's gonna require you, to become a completely different person. So babies are born through blood and chaos. So if the most precious jewel has to go through resistance in order to be birthed, so how could you not be birthed into the next level of you and escape resistance? So when you know that, you your context and your energy towards the thing will be totally different. It'll be totally different. So it's all about the frame of reference. I want freedom. I want the gold medal. I want the world cup. I want the hat trick. I want to retire my mom. Okay, cool. You've just asked for me to train you in a 26.2 2. 2 mile, um, mile run. Here's your workout. Universe will give you all of your trainings back to back to back to back to back But when you make your old hard, your new easy, your level up will just it'll it'll by nature do that. I look for it. I create that in my own life now that I understand the formula, because if I don't create it, they're going to throw it at me randomly.
0: It's funny because you said you mentioned all those things. I want this. I want that. You didn't really say anything about I want money. And I want this much money. And one of the things I'm fascinated by from all my guests that I've had on, and, and maybe it's the same for you, having a why that is deeper and bigger than monetary value. What were yours when you came out of this, this slump? What were yours when you were trying to manifest your life? Was money ever a factor in it or was it, it more deeper, deeper than that?
1: It was before I came into understanding about transformation and peace of mind. Because I was in music, I was in modeling, I was in acting. So I was always around successful people. But the people that I was around, they were all doing drugs. They were all drowning their sorrows and drinking alcohol. They were all doing this thing. And then a, a close friend of mine, he had all the girls, he had all the money, all the cars, all the houses, put a bullet into his brain. He had everything but himself and he, had, he, didn't have, he didn't have peace of mind. And so when I saw that and I started learning about transformation, I remember I had the cars, I got the Bentley, the G-wagons, I got the house, I got the girl, I had got everything. I said, I feel like something is missing. And I realized I didn't have a relationship with my family. And I realized I didn't have a relationship with myself. And so what I say, you know what? I wanna live a life without regrets. So how would I do that? First, I gotta have myself. So my new, my new, once I got it and realized that wasn't it, my new luxury is peace of mind. You know how hard it is to obtain, when you look in the mirror and nobody's around and the truth shows up to obtain peace of mind? That became my focal point. That became my measure of success right there. So when I started going after that, I started noticing more opportunities were coming without me having to work and grind for it. Because I hear people, it's all about the grind, but they were getting ulcers and heart attacks by the time they were 50. And then I'm talking to this lady who's 103, and she's giving me these secrets of life. She's like, age don't make you old. It's when you let your life beat you down. That's what makes you old when you when you don't let go of resentment, when you don't forgive people. And I'm like watching her, I'm like, you're 103 and you look 70. I said, that's what I want. So that was my focal point. And my new level of success is living to be 135 without disease. And truly, so that I can give this information away and sitting on the porch of life, that's what I'm going for
0: that's what i want so how then for someone who's scared there are a lot of people who are deeply scared but they would not consciously say it that maybe they don't love what they're doing right now they don't thoroughly enjoy what they're doing they are reaching for money but realize subconsciously slash in some ways consciously that they aren't fully happy and the goal should be happiness what do you say to someone who's in that in the day-to-day how do you step out of the day-to-day and and release yourself from that anxiety or that fear of i don't know losing the money that you're bringing in right now losing the people around you losing the job and transitioning into something else
1: so it's really cool that you're saying all this losing you know in all the times i had the biggest transformations in my life it was on the tail end of where I lost everything. When I was in prison, everything was taken away from me. And what did I have? Myself. When I was living in my car, oh, they're taking my girl, my daughter, my this, everything's. And then what was I left with? Myself. People don't know how to be with themselves. So they got to do all these things and overcompensate to distract from who they're really looking at in the mirror. So my thing is, is from a place of nothing, you can actually create anything that you want.
0: So do you have so to put that, yourself in a place of nothing then to create that?
1: The thing the, the meaning of life is nothing until you give it meaning. So if you let go of the attachment of all these things that you give power to, who will have all the power? You! So you give the attachment to the money. Money is a piece of paper with perceived value. Before there was money, there were gold bars. Right now the government can say, money is worth nothing. But we've already been conditioned with money. It's like a a freaking, uh, a dog with a shock collar on. And then the owner takes the shock collar off. It's already conditioned its mind. So what does it do? Uh, It doesn't even go past the invisible wall of fear. So society trains us and we, we like inadvertently train ourselves into this mindset. So if you realize and let go of attachments of all the things that you give all of your power to, you'll realize that they really, really don't mean anything at the end of the day. And with all of your power, A laser beam shooting in one specific direction can cut through a bank, but a laser beam split in 20 different ways will not do anything but show you a spectacle of light.
0: So what are the steps to doing this then? In terms of, is it journaling? Is it reading? Is it investing in mentors? Is it writing down long and short-term goals? What are the steps to doing that?
1: Well, first step is awareness you can't change without awareness. So, this conversation is about oh shit, I wasn't I didn't even I wasn't even aware of this. Having the awareness and then deciding what you want and why you want it. Once you decide what you want, what whatever it is, I can't decide that for you. And why you want it. When your why changes the energy inside of you and you just can't stop thinking about it, it'll be like a puppet master to your future. So writing down three to five things, we'll keep it simple, basic, three to five things that you really, really, really want. And make sure that it's not from anything revenge or negative, negatively sought after, And it's not from from greed. If what you want is connected to building up people, giving things away that allows people, that brings joy to other people, the how will be amplified. The opportunities will be manifested into your life because what you want wants you. The thing about it is you've gotta be attuned. You gotta be on the same the same energy field. What you want wants you, and this is how powerful energy is. Go into a room full of people who don't like you and they're not talking, you can feel it. Go into a room full of people who love you and they're not talking, you can feel it. So that's how powerful energy is. So when what you want, has your energy so like and you can't stop thinking about it and you start researching and learning more and you start acting it out as if it were already yours you'd be very surprised of the level of people the caliber of people that just magically come into your life you walk down the street and you're thinking about this quote you're like, this is what I want, and and, and it, it's it's what I love the most. You're like, show me a sign. Next thing you know, you're driving. And then a song on the radio is like, show, it's it's what I love the most. Show me a sign. And then you stop at the stoplight, and then a girl that's walking across the street has a shirt that says, it's what I love the most. And on the back, it says, show me a sign. Bam, bam, bam there's something connected to that then you ask yourself what is that why is that what what time what time was it oh this was the same date of my birthday you start paying attention to everything around you you realize that it's been giving you answers your entire life but you've got to be aware that what you're asking for is going to be answered instantly get yourself out of out there Like, because that's what people do. It's like, oh man, I I was just thinking of you. And then they keep on going. Stop. Why was I just thinking of you and then you just called me? Did something just happen? And then they just happened to deliver you a message of the very thing that you prayed for the night before. So there's a field of all of this stuff going on. And you're not going to learn it in a day. Here's the deal. Once you start writing down what you want, expect the out of the ordinary to start happening in your life and look for it. Look for what's out of ordinary. All of that is connected to what you want. Whether you know it or not, you'll meet this person that'll introduce you to to this person and it's all connected. Know that it's all connected once you're sure of what you want. That, that would be the first place that I'd say start.
0: Well, let's go a bit deeper then. How how do you find, and maybe you have insight into this, maybe you don't, how do you find what you really, really want? Because there are people who think they know what they want, but there's anxiety behind it because they don't know if it's what they really want. How do yeah. you find what you really deep down, like fucking burn so deep inside of you? How do you find that?
1: Well, the only way for it to burn so deep down inside of you is it has to derive from your heart. That is the most powerful frequency in the world. If it derives from what your mom said or society or what's cool or your dad or your boss, that ain't it. So often I ask people, what do you wanna do when you're a little kid? I asked them when they're like four or five, you ask every little kid when they're about four or five, what do you want to be when you get older? Why is it always something massive? Ask that same kid that 20 years later, they're working a nine to five job out of security, out of security and fear, getting paid less than their value, calling somebody else a boss. They didn't say that when they were four. So obviously something must have hooked them in a completely different direction
0: negativity about- people telling them that they can't or the belief that as they got older that they couldn't
1: so get this what did i want to be when i was a little kid superhero i wanted to be stronger than the average man i wanted to have abs like an action figure and i wanted to save people's lives all over the world and it was cool at first then when i got into middle school then people started laughing at me but i maintained wanting to be a superhero when i got in high school and we're about to graduate. They're like, don't tell me you still want to be a superhero. What do you want to be when you get in the real world? Everybody had given up on what they originally wanted to be before everybody got to them. Except for me. I wanted to be a superhero. I wanted to be stronger than the average man. I wanted to have abs like an action figure. And I wanted to save people's lives all over the world. So when people ask me How can you just keep going and going and going? And Have you ever seen a little kid playing and doing something they really wanna do on the playground and they can keep going and going? Maybe that little kid is still inside of the adult, but maybe the deteriorated child has forgotten what was already innate inside of them So I remind people of what's connected to their heart at the roots of when they originally wanted to do something. And when they do that, something wakes up inside of them. Whether you wanted to dance, paint, play soccer, football, sing, whatever. I wanted to be a superhero. Every single thing that I do, people, they're like, you do this and you do this, you do this. No. I know what you see. But you know what it really is? It's five-year-old Garen doing what he always wanted to do. I traveled to 72 countries in the last six years, saving and changing lives all over the world. I'm stronger than the average man. I have abs like an action figure. Give me any platform that allows me to do that. The passion derives from the heart. So when I can get you connected- And, by the way,
0: from the mind not letting outside influence change your decision making and change who you want it to be because you said it's from the heart but what I'm hearing as well no matter what anyone said and this is a big fault that's why I'm bringing it up because I think and I'm sure you know as well it's a big fault of so many people in this world I've been a culprit of it at times you have as well the outside influence changes your psychology and changes what you think and so how does this relate to this
1: well, one you have you have brain cells in your gut. So it's all connected. I'm I'm a big health and nutrition advocate. So you literally that's why they say you are what you eat. Yep. You literally yep. have brain cells in your gut. It's that's why when you eat like trash, you start thinking weird things. It's all connected. My so God. so my dad when I was 5 years old, there was a house full of drunk people, people that were on drugs with all my cousins and everything. It was Christmas time. We're all dancing and singing um, in, in in front of all the adults. When I got up to do that and dance, all everybody was laughing at me. Garen, you can't sing, you can't dance. My dad, something welled up inside of him through all of his drunkness. He was like, hey, don't you ever tell my son he can't do something. Garen, if you love it, you do it. You do what makes you happy, and I never forgot it. But I didn't know that was the key to unlock my inner child for the rest of my life. So every time I also wasn't reading the book, that book reminded me of all the things that allows me to tap into my inner child. And every time I stopped, I stopped doing what was innate inside of me and did what everybody else wanted me to do. So it's that entire conversation that I would literally have the, what did you love when you were a child? And then we'd start doing work around that conversation because it's always connected to somebody that generates that level of energy and passion.
0: It's funny that putting people in your life like that, that can genuinely tell you that, you can be whatever you want and you can do whatever you want because that saying that you get told when you're younger by your parents and the people around you you can be whoever you want to be when you get older that saying's almost laughed at that right. saying's almost seen like don't talk bullshit like what do you really want to do what do you like that saying is like ridiculed i think that's unbelievable that that it all really dumbs down to life really dumbs down to You can be whoever you want, but all that is, is so much under the roots. Like you said, the books, the mindset, the heart, what you put in your body that leads to this manifestation of life. And I think that's unbelievable.
1: Yes. It's the roots. Three years ago, bro, I freaking my jaw was the size of Thanos from Avengers. And then I went to go see a dentist and 17 years ago, I had a root canal and it was hurting the same place. I went to the specialist and they said, well, whoever originally did my root canal didn't do it all the way to the root. It's rotten at the core. So you've got 17 years worth of infection that's showing up on the surface. So if so, I had to pay 10 times the price. It ten, They had to saw half my jaw open and do all this crazy stuff. And it's 10 times the pain, even while being medicated. And that helped me to understand that there's the power is in the root. So when you can understand the root cause of something, you don't pluck a weed from the top because it'll keep growing back. You pluck it from the root, then you can plant something else there, but still got to keep tending the garden.
0: Another story, another metaphor another thing that can portray and and speak to your life as a whole and so many others life. No one else would ever be able to connect a root canal to the roots of your life. The root (laughs) canal in your teeth is you, right? Yeah. Is you, you were in jail, you were homeless, you lost, you had no purpose because you didn't identify the root early enough. Now you've finally gone through, you were thrown 10 years back, 10 years, by the way, that was shown through prison that was shown through homelessness that was shown through all these things you went to, went through, sorry. And then you started to realize what the root of it all was. Yeah. And look at you now.
1: now. And now, look at this though. It goes even deeper. What did I say I wanted to be when I was a little kid, a superhero name, one superhero, that did not have to overcome extreme adversity to gain their powers. I actually asked for this this life at the root of the question. I mean, of the demand. I want to be a superhero. Name one. They had to overcome madness. So when people say, how can you go from country to country and you just keep going, I'm 41 years young and I'll I'll outdo most 17-year-olds and it just keeps on going. I'm operating from a different stimulus, but it's directly connected to my heart. It's what I asked for. So when I scale it all the way back, because you can keep scaling it back, I'm like, oh shit, I asked for this life. So that's why I can relate to a stripper, because I used to be a stripper. I can relate to somebody who who is a gangbanger, because I used to run with gangs. I can relate to somebody who's been to prison, been to prison. I can relate to somebody who's a millionaire, multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? I can relate to all these different facets, because I had to overcome all of them. So do
0: you believe that in order to reach your full potential or max your potential, you have to experience extreme adversity?
1: depends on how you look at it. I believe that if you want to keep climbing the levels of life, if you want to compress time frames there will be a, there will be a challenge hundred percent It's like because it's like if I want this normally it'll take somebody 20 years. well I, if I wanted to graduate high school by the time I was nine then that means, I would have to do 10 times the work. And there's little kids that graduate and go to college when they're like 12. But they did summer school, had tutors, they they did so much. Well, in life, if I want this by next year, well, you're going to have to do 10 times the work. You know, when I was 14, 15 years old, and I came to high school. I don't know how they do that in the in, in the in your country, but They have this thing called a letterman's
0: jacket. I'm in in sunny San Diego, man. I'm not in, I'm not in England or in other. Okay, I'm in sunny San Diego. I know what a letterman's jacket is. Okay, so letterman's jacket.
1: I'm in ninth grade. I'm five foot six. I didn't start puberty until I was 18 years old after I graduated high school. So I was a little, little kid. I see somebody with a letterman's jacket. I'm like, how do I get that? Oh man. You gotta you got wait three more years. I'm like, well, how do I get it sooner? They're like, oh, you gotta be as good as them. I'm like, well, how do I do? And I start asking all of a sudden, during the summertime, I did not have fun during the summertime. What did I do? I went to summer camp. And in the summer camp, I started to get ahead. And then I started training with some of the fastest kids in the world. And then the next year when I came back, they're like, yo, how did you get that? So I didn't take any, I didn't take any time off then the next year boom, let him his jacket while everybody else waited it out. So I had to overcome a lot more in order to obtain what I wanted much faster.
0: You know what I'm seeing from that though and it attributes to everything you, every guest, everything you've talked about, everybody every mentor that I'm hearing and listening to that one story defines it. You had the end goal in mind before you figured out the steps. To get there. Yes. You had the end goal in mind, which was the Letterman's jacket. You asked how, what what was the how to get to the how, the how to get to that how, but before all those hows was the why. Yeah. I think that's unbelievable. Everybody, if there's one thing, I said this on the last podcast, it's unbelievable how we are asking different questions. We are asking different, we are bringing up different circumstances and different situations. And every single guest that has ever been able to manifest their life and create unbelievable success has had a deeper why and has had a bigger why that has led to the questions that lead to their goals. I think that's unbelievable.
1: And I want to share this with you. And all of us who ever went to school actually has the structure to how they can obtain life at higher magnitudes after school. Because guess what, As soon as you come into kindergarten, they tell you, I was class of 98. I didn't know what that meant. Oh, you're class of 98, and then what do you do? Charge it up with energy. Where is the class of 98? <laughs> well, then guess what happened? At the end of every year, you have a test to see if you're ready to go to the next level. There's bullies, there's pop quizzes, there's tests, you've gotta learn, there's a teacher, there's an environment that you grow around, you don't just learn the ABCs by yourself. You There's an environment that you go around. There's an opportunity to go home and do homework, opportunity to have all of these th- lessons and teachers. And, and, you know, there's so many different things. Then guess what? Kindergarten, kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, top of the class, drop. Sixth, bottom of the class, seventh, eighth, Top of the class, drop. Bottom of the class, <laughs> 9 10 11 12th, top of the class, life. The rises and falls are a part of life. What signifies life when people are even alive when they're in the hospital, flatline is dead, is the burp, burp, the mountain range. Burp, burp. Now, life you'll have boop, 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 drop, boop, and you keep getting stronger as you keep going, kindergarten all the way, oh, class of 98. So when you have a goal, it will pull you, Pop pop drop. Okay, test, test, test to see if I comprehend what I just learned, drop, bully every now and then, this, you know, different distractions boom keep going keep going keep going keep going boom i obtain the next level
0: it's the game of life it's the board game, game the of game life. of life in a nutshell i cannot believe that yes. i cannot believe that well everybody if there's one thing you've learned today it should not just be that this man's the king of metaphors he's brought out every metaphor under the sun but anyway what an unbelievable lesson what an unbelievable story what an inspirational story and one that is so true and can be, so much can be taken from that. So, Garen, where can people find you? In the mirror. In the mirror.
1: Because I'm a reflection of you. man um, no, But I'm not lying, really. Um, you can go to my website, which is garenjones.com. Uh, definitely Instagram, garen.jones. Um, me and my wife, we just... Um, launched our um, you know our cafe which is panda corn cafe know, which is protein donuts and stuff so you can find us there um, and I have a book called change your Mindset Change your life that's global on Amazon which came
0: from the root the yeah. root the homeless guy who spoke yeah. to him and said change your mindset change your life yeah. unbelievable
1: Yeah, it's on Amazon right now through paperback and Kindle.
0: Everybody, go check it out. I'm going to get it for sure and read it. Change your mindset, change your life. Garen Jones, you've been such an inspirational guest. We'll be sure to have you on at some point if you'd like that. Everybody else, give me a follow at Billy Garton Jr. Don't forget to subscribe to the Inspiring Young Aspirers podcast. You know that we're having some amazing chats here, some amazing conversations, and these conversations, as you know, as we've said, time after time after time, are not meant to just inspire you, are not meant to just motivate you, but they are meant to spur you into action to change your life. This man was able to do it. Every guest we've had on has been able to do it. You can do it too. We'll see you soon.